Hello, dear listeners. This podcast has reached its final episode. I've started a new podcast titled Build Your English, which you can find at patreon.com slash buildyourenglish. There, you can access your weekly free episode and its transcript. I hope to see you there. What to do when your mind goes blank in the speaking exam? Let's find out. Hello, this is Christian from Cambridge Advanced Speaking. How are you doing today? I hope all is well and that you're ready to learn some English with me. And if you didn't know, I run the website Get Ready for Success and there you can find the audio files, video clips and lesson notes for all the podcast episodes. I create and share these learning materials because I want to help you speak better English and get a high mark in your C1 speaking exam. Today I'm going to give you three tips to give better answers in your speaking exam. But before I do that, I'd like to ask you for a little bit of help. Here's the thing. Currently, I'm working on my first Cambridge C1 speaking exam online course. And this digital course will help you to become a better English speaker, give better answers, and get a high mark in your speaking exam. Now, to achieve all that, I'm going to help you build your vocabulary. And a great way to do that is to focus on interesting topics as well as subtopics. Now, both are important because your topic will give you some language, but the subtopics will give you a much richer variety of language. And that's why I've created a list of 28 topics with subtopics for my speaking course. Now, unfortunately, I cannot cover all these topics in my course. And that's why I need your help. To help me create the best course possible for you, could you please answer the following question? If you could only pick five topics from my list of 28, which topics would you choose? You can find the list with topics in the lesson notes of this episode if you scroll to the bottom of the page. Now, listen up. If you help me choose the topic for my course, I'll give you a reward. If you email me your five favorite topics, I'll send you a video for one of these topics for free as soon as I've finished it. So if you send your top five to Christian at getreadyforsuccess.com, you get one of your requested topics for free in video format. Sounds good? Then send me your top five topics today. I'm looking forward to seeing your top five in my email box. All right, that's it. Let's get started with this episode. Tip number one, what to do if you have no clue? Now, imagine this situation. You're taking the speaking exam, you're ready to give it your best shot, 
you get an interesting question and all of a sudden you have no idea what to talk about. Your mind has gone blank. You're in shock. Now, what should you do? All right, a quick word before I give you the answer. Tips are always useful, but they cannot replace long-term study. They are not a substitute for practice. You know, it takes time and persistence to improve. There's no quick fix. Really, there isn't. In actual fact, the tips that I give you are nothing more than a starting point for you to practice. I hope you get that. All right, let's go back to this terrible situation. Your mind has gone blank. You're frozen like a bunny in the headlights. You have forgotten everything. Now, what can you do? The first thing you can do is ask the examiner to repeat the question. And this will give you some time to think a bit more. So, you could ask, could you say that again, please? Or, could you repeat the question, please? Now, even better is, can you explain what you mean? In this case, you're saying that the question is not really clear. And hopefully the examiner will paraphrase or maybe even clarify the question. Now, the second thing you can do when your mind has gone blank is to use pauses and fillers to gain thinking time. Now, I want to be clear, using pauses is not the same as hesitation. Hesitation is this. Mm, um, uh, mm, yeah? When you're hesitating, you're not in control. But when you use pauses and fillers, you are in control. And you know what? You do the same thing in your native language, right? I mean to say, sometimes you also need time to think when you answer a question in your native language, right? It's completely fine to take time to think of ideas. To clarify what I mean, let's look at an example. So the examiner asks you the following question. How has globalization affected the fashion industry? And you can do something like this. Hmm. Let me think. Well, I guess it has affected the clothing industry in a number of ways. For starters, it has created many more jobs in different parts of the world. I'm thinking of countries like India, Bangladesh, Turkey. Right? Or you can use something like this. How has globalization affected the fashion industry? Well, now, let me see. That's a good question. And to be honest, I haven't really thought about that before. I suppose it has created an abundance of cheap clothing, right? I mean... Look at shops like Primark and uh, NSM Maurits and all that stuff. 
Now, the whole idea here is that you try to get control over the situation when you're frozen. And the best way to do that is to win time in a natural way. To do that, you can either ask to repeat the question or use pauses and fillers. And as always, you can also look at the lesson notes where you can find the transcript to see what kind of fillers and signposting I used in my examples. All right, let's continue with the second tip. Imagine the following situation. You can't come up with ideas quickly, right? That is what many of my students tell me. I can't come up with ideas quickly. So there are two options here. Either you haven't got any ideas at all, or you have some ideas, but you can't get them out of your brain into the world. Now, the first situation, when you haven't got any ideas at all, you should just go and use reliable sources to discover them, right? Of course, you all know the usual recommendations like the BBC, TED Talks, YouTube, podcasts, and so on. But what I really want you to understand is this. Do something you really like doing, okay? Make it fun for you. Or you can think of practice in this way. You don't have to learn English. You get the opportunity to learn English. You see the difference in mindset? I think you did, right? Now, in the second situation, when you have some ideas, but you can't get them out of your brain into the world, then you just need to do one thing. You have to practice thinking on your feet. Now, how do you do that, thinking on your feet? It's quite simple. You find some exam questions. Then you record yourself while you're answering. You listen back. And then you improve your answer. You make it better. And also, try to use different language to say the same thing. Just like I do in my podcast episodes, right? You need to become a flexible English speaker. All right, that's it. That is what you can do to generate ideas quickly. So, practice thinking on your feet and do something you really like doing. Make it fun, okay? Now, tip number three. Sometimes, or quite often, I should say, students tell me that they lack the vocabulary to talk about a certain topic. Sounds familiar? You know, having knowledge, ideas and vocabulary to explain a topic is a common difficulty. And I talked about doing research earlier. But now, let's take a different approach. Imagine the examiner asks you the following question. Do you think space travel will be popular in the future? To be honest, I don't know much about space travel. I'm not really clued up on that topic. I'm not well informed. But I do know that some of the richest people in the world are trying to make it happen. 
and that they fork out significant amounts of money to make progress. But I have no idea about the details, such as the costs of space travel, or how safe it is. So between you and me, I'm afraid I can't give you a more elaborate answer. Now remember, the examiners are not evaluating your knowledge about space travel or ideas. They are evaluating your English. And often just talking about what you don't know is good. Just what I did in the model answer, right? By the way, in this situation, you could also use a conditional. If this happens, then that. Right? For example, to be honest, I don't know much about space travel. I suppose that if it becomes affordable for the masses, it will probably gain in popularity. Or another trick, yeah? If you don't know much about a topic, you can make your answer more personal. So you can say something like, to be honest, I don't know much about space travel. I guess it should be safe and affordable. I mean, most people are not willing to spend a fortune on something that puts your life at risk, right? I know I wouldn't do that. That said, if space travel is free from danger and economical, like flying, I'd be up for it. The point that I'm trying to make here in this episode that if you don't know much about a topic, then say something, but keep it fairly short and simple. You don't want to go all around the houses and get confused, right? But you should say something, okay? Just keep it short and to the point. All right, that's it. There you are. Now you know what to do when you're frozen or not clued up on a C1 speaking exam topic. And clued up means well-informed. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, if you did, not if you did, if you did, please share it with someone who could benefit from it. And if you would like to suggest topics for future episodes, leave me a comment on my blog or on YouTube. Last but not least, if you email me your top five topics, I'll be truly grateful to you. And as you heard before, you can find the topics at the bottom of the lesson notes on my website, getreadyforsuccess.com. All right, that's all from me. Take care of yourself and each other, of course. Speak soon, my friends. Bye-bye. Oh. And one more thing, you might have heard that I have a new podcast. It's called Build Your English. Every week, from Monday to Friday, I publish 10-minute lessons that teach English in a fun and effective way. I talk about all sorts of topics, from everyday subjects like food, travel, books, and language learning, to more serious ones like history, politics, culture, and even philosophy. The episodes are spoken at a speed you can understand and come with downloadable MP3 files and PDF transcripts. 
So by dedicating just 10 minutes a day to our lessons, you won't just see improvements in your English, you'll also enjoy the learning journey. I invite you to listen to an episode and see for yourself. Patreon.com slash build your English. Patreon.com slash build your English.